and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read list, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. We are back from our brief holiday hiatus, and it is actually New Year's Day when we are recording this episode, which means we made it to 2022! Barely. Uh, (laughs) Today's episode also marks the official start of season two of Hardcover Hose. And yay, we made it. (laughs) Uh, There is actually no book of the moment for today's episode. To honor the shit show that was 2021, we have a special episode in store for you. Today we are going to be discussing our 2021 reads, listing our most anticipated reads for 2022, and once again, drinking too much. Without further ado, let's get into it. I think we anticipated having a, a champagne bottle pop here, but I kind of thought you were going to do it, so mine's already oh, open. Damn. <laughs> That's okay. And I don't even have champagne. I just have shitty white wine and sparkling water to mood to yeah elevate uh, a little this bit. This time I, I pre-gamed before we mm. hit record, so I reckon I'll be ten times more <laughs> confident and fun this time. <laughs> Okay. I didn't know we were pre-gaming. We well, it was a decision that. that was made once I started eating dinner that I was like, eh, I could drink. Mm. Here- okay. But this time we ate prior to recording. <laughs> yes, we did. We're learning. We're learning. Okay. okay. So how you been? We haven't, uh, we haven't done this in like a week and a half. It feels weird. Yeah, but I mean, we still talk every day. Yeah, I know. We haven't but, done this, but, but yeah. I get an inexplicable nervousness the second we hit record. <laughs> so uh, I guess we could cheers. Okay. That's a good That's start. That's cute. Cheers. Dink, dink, dink. Cheers. Drink, drink, drink. Clink, clink. Mm-hmm. ASMR. Okay. Uh-huh. I forgot again. I'm gonna crunch on my ice. So, do you? <laughs> did you make a? How many? How many top books of like best books of the year did you make? We should have conversed. Uh, um, I. How many? Wait, what? How many like is the, on my list? Yeah, or? yeah. Of of your favorite books of the year. Um, like, wait, I took a picture of my <laughs> list. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Very organized. <laughs> I have like six or seven. Okay. That like really top tier. Okay. Um, I didn't. Did, are yours in order? Or no? No, I can't do that. Okay, me? I think I picked my favorite book of the year, so okay. I'm just gonna say that one last. But I have ten. Okay. Kinda. I can take two off. There's two. That... No, you you can keep them. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Keep them. Thanks. <laughs> so you want to start, or should we start with the worst books of the year? No, no. Let's start with best. Best. Okay. Yeah. Best books. Yeah. We've got. Okay, I think actually okay, I want to divide it into little like rom-com. I'm going to go like my favorite rom-com like car- uh cartoon cover favorite book of okay. the year. Okay. And I think cuz the one I recommend the most and I'm like you, like I just recommended these to um Aliana and Layla. Mm-hmm. 
And like, Aliana was like, I need to get back into reading. I don't know what to do. I handed her off like a super smutty book and she was just kind of like, ma'am, what's like something a little more? I handed her um, A Touch of Darkness. Okay. And um, she was she like, was like, I need a little plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need like a step above trash, you know? Um, we and... did start off 2021 with that book, to be honest. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was really, it was really bad. Um, okay. And then, so she was like, no. And I recommended Beach Read. Because I was just like, I I like the, I think we've discussed this before, but my favorite is of like people we meet on vacation and Beach Read is the latter. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been like reflecting on all of them. I think that might have been my favorite. Like yeah. cutesy rom-com, kind of funny, not super heavy, but also real. Right. And I loved Gus so much. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go with that one. I think that's fair. I have, uh, I, we really should have discussed before we started yeah. recording. <laughs> I have like six lists. Okay. <laughs> so one is like my overall top 10 books of the year. Then I have like a, a, a bunch of different little lists that are like best romance, best fantasy, okay. best nonfiction, best general fiction, Jeez. thrillers. I- YA and smut scenes of the year. Okay, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't think. Okay, I, we we yeah, um, you know. Okay, that's okay. It's okay. Uh, all, but all I agree with you. Show. I have no, no, no. It's okay. I I have under best romances. I have Beach Read on that list. Okay, and people we meet on vacation actually. Okay. <laughs> I think you'll agree with me on my others. Perhaps I have uh, the Love Hypothesis under best romance as well. I realized with the Love Hypothesis. Yeah. I I liked everything, kind of except for the smut scene. That's fair. That a lot of people took issue with it. I just uh, some of what he said, some of the talk, mm-hmm. it was just like it was me like no, nope. didn't do it for you. No, give you the ick. No. Had the opposite effect. Big ick. Big fair. ick. Fair. So yeah. Uh, you recently read you had me at Ola. I put this yes. on the best romances of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. Duke actually made it to the best yes. romances of the year for me. And uh, I just read The Kiss Quotient last week or this week oh, or yeah. whatever. And I, I put that up there as well. Um, but none of those made it to my top 10 books of the year. Of all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, so what was the top of the list for the romantic ones? Those are not in order. Those are just books okay. I liked for that okay. category. I was like, I don't think I can. Yeah. I know what I liked like the most, you know. In all of the books I read this year, but not like I don't think I can determine based on yeah. genre. Okay, um, Fair but I do have uh, Flat Share on my top ten books of the, okay. the year. I really liked that when I read it, and I have I... you had me at Ola, so I I do have quite a few uh, romances in there. Yeah. So let's talk about the Flat Share for a second. Yeah, because I just, just I just read it, and I think I was just like. I wasn't expecting so much, um, like, PTSD talk. Okay. Oh, it yeah. Really, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was really good. Like, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And the little notes, because, like, for half mm-hmm. of the book, they're sending, they're just writing notes back and forth to each other. Right. And it's so freaking cute. And I, I just love that. But it really goes into detail, um, just how her past relationship has really messed her up yeah in a lot of ways and um 
but I do really like she kind of they talk about the healing process mm-hmm. too and which is really cool and like going to therapy and the support she got from her friends and how he was helping her through like some of the triggers and everything but like honestly I just I think I need to look up trigger warnings before every book but I that's fair I I also yeah. definitely could have told you that but I I didn't think about it no 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 it's totally fine it was just like I, I just feel much more much more like emotionally volatile recently <laughs> and so like so i'm anything? not laughing at you i'm just, no the way you said fine. it so casually you, no. i love the vulnerability i love I, you know that's what this podcast is about i don't have anything to hide i'm not doing great <laughs> but um i think cheers to that um yeah so i mean i just um i just need to like prepare myself before book so i know i really know like what i'm exposing myself to yeah and um I mean that one was really good but it like it really it made me think about a lot of things and it was just kind of like mm, I'm gonna be talking about this in therapy next week you know and sometimes you don't want that when you're reading a book yeah and it, it was totally fine but like I really really understand the look it up before you start reading it so mm-hmm. you are in control of what you are exposing yourself to right yeah totally agree totally agree so to all of our listeners out there Look up trigger warnings for everything. You just never know. Yeah. Unless you're like me and you're kind of sadistic and you just uh, like. You, I used you like to be. being blind and not knowing. I used to be like, I'm fine. Like, I'll give me the pain. I want to cry. I want to feel everything. And now I'm just kind of like, I don't need to feel anymore right now. Yeah, we've definitely grown in the last mm-hmm. year, book-wise, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some things I'm learning I, I don't. Like, it's an almost put it down for me now. Okay. And I, you know me, I like to finish finish books, but I, I yeah. think I've hit my point where I can't do books about grooming. Yeah. And I can't do uh, – I had another thing that I was thinking, but now I can't remember it. Oh, characters are certain names. I never thought that would be a flair for me, but it is. <laughs> so yeah, I, I some learned – names I can't do now. I learned I can't read a romantic interest with the same name as my dad. Right. We did learn that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, your dad has a very common man name. Luckily, though, a lot of authors are like, I'm not going to name this character John. That's true. Mm-hmm. So that's... And also, the more diverse you're reading, the less the chance, the lesser chance true. that you're going to have a John. Maybe I just need to stop <laughs> uh, reading about white men 2022. Literally. <laughs> that was my 2021 goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What's your next book in your top books? Uh, I'm gonna throw in. I I still think about the Song of Achilles. Um, we read that last year. I oh shit! Wait, but it was like <laughs> the end. It was the very end. Okay, fair. Um, and it's something actually I really want to reread soon. Fair. Um, I'm yeah. like, I think the um fan art has gotten like a lot bigger on tic- Book Talk right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of, like, Akatar fan art. I'm seeing a lot of Song of Achilles fan art that's just, like, giving me that little tickle of, like, you need to you need to fall back in love with their love story again. That's a mood and a half. So, that, yes. Um, I have a book we covered recently. I have Clap When You Land. Okay. I think that could honestly be it ties with my first place, I think. <gasps> wow. I 
Love that book. And then on, I think if that book takes second place, then I think it ties second place with The Hate You Give. Those are my th- those are in my top three. Okay. I think of books from the year. If I had to properly <laughs> organize them. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll put up the two because, okay, and then in that same kind of genre is If You Come Softly, which I read by your recommendation um earlier this oh god was that over the summer you recommended it to me because i was like yeah. i need to read something quick oh yeah yeah um, that'll just shatter you into a billion pieces yes <laughs> this is this is also shadowing for a future yeah. episode guys <laughs> uh-huh but um if i read if you come softly and um yeah. that one too it's so short oh, but, but so i was sobbing it's yeah. amazing the authors who can make you so invested in mm-hmm. such a short amount of time yeah it's like how and this is jacqueline oh. woodson's thing i don't know how many other jacqueline woodson novels you've read but i've read i think like five they're all short none yeah. of them are long they're all like maybe 250 okay. maximum and you just get attached to her characters she's like a brilliant author oh gut-wrenching I love her mm-hmm. gut-wrenching agree um i think if i had read that uh, in 2021, it would also be on my list for sure. Okay. Um, I have. Should I do a heartbreaking one? Yeah. Okay. So I, I have <laughs> two. I have two nonfictions on my. I have three top nonfictions 10. in my top ten, but two of them were. Wait, heartbreaking. Can I make a guess? Yeah. Go ahead. The Anthropocene reviewed. I guess that was kind of heartbreaking, but that is on my list. Yeah. But I, I, I was just guessing. I wasn't going to include it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Non-fiction. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. Guess, okay, guess. Okay. I'm sure you can guess them all three. Anthropocene, um, The Soul of a Woman. Oh, no. That one's not heartbreaking. Oh, but I thought it was just going to be nonfiction. You're like, yeah, but I only have three, and two of them are heartbreaking. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, what? But you were in the right vein when you picked an Isabella Ende book. Hmm. I don't know. You bought this book on accident, and it's the signed version, and it was expensive. What's it called again? Paola. Paola. Paola, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Paola was so good, so that made my my top ten. And Crying in H Mart also made my top ten. Because it had me sobbing as well. And (laughs) the common theme (laughs) with some of these books where they moved me, and I think that's important. (laughs) context <laughs> yeah non-fiction that can make you can, cry we can yeah. throw in the anthropocene reviewed for that as well because i did cry. you were crying the whole time you were reading every that. essay i cried yeah every mm-hmm. essay so yes. you know what so you know what i picked up actually yeah. um on i think i was in um it was when i was in austin yeah i picked this one up on earth we're briefly gorgeous i've seen it everywhere one of my very yeah. good friends Finn read that over the summer and I've had it on my list since she recommended it. And I, every time I see it at Powell's, I almost pick it up, but it's like Powell's is expensive guys. Okay. I wait yeah. until I wait until the, the paperbacks come out and then I, then I pick them up. Oh, it's paperback. So the next time you see it in paperback, I think that would be a really good one. Um, I went to, <laughs> I went to the Barnes and <laughs> Noble sale. <laughs> okay. The 50% off all hardbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I ran into a friend who's like 
cousin of a friend who I also like grew up with anyways a friend and we were both shopping and it was so much fun because we didn't plan it but (laughs) um it was fun having somebody else there who had like I had no idea what was on her TBR or like what was on her list of what she wanted to get Right. Whereas, like, I think if we had gone together, it would have been <laughs> the same. A lot of, we would have yeah. had the same cart. <laughs> there would have been an overlap in yeah. the basket. Whereas, sure. like, every time I ran into her, I was like, oh, what did you add to your basket? And then we were bouncing, like, recommendations off each other and, like, okay, like, cool. And then, like, separating, going and getting more. And then we'd run into each other in, like, the romance section or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, get this one. And she was like, Oh, I read this one and this one was really good or all that. And it was so much fun. But anyway, she was looking for On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous in the fiction section. Uh And I was like, oh, it's not fiction. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God. Okay. And so, yeah, I so I have it. That's a long story connecting to that. (laughs) But still, still a story I wanted to tell because I did go to that um, sale. Fun. Which was, I have never seen Barnes & Noble so crowded. Oh, dude, I'm sure. I, j- I stayed away. I was like, you know, I got so many books right now. I probably don't need to go. <laughs> I had just I got gotten that. I got bills to pay right now. Like, dude, I had just, just gotten that uh, Christmas money yeah, hitting yeah. my account. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I have to. So. Mood. You know, I went to this just small uh, story before we move on. I went to Powell's recently, my local bookstore, with my old English teacher from high school who I used to babysit for her and I love her. Shout out to Betsy. I think her husband Tim listens. Shout out to Tim. Mm. What's up, Tim? That's so Um, cute. And she was like, I am ambling downtown with my husband and my brother and sister-in-law would you like to come amble with us in the direction of Powell's? And I was like, that sounds dangerous. So, I was, <laughs> so of course I said yes. I went with her. And I love being in the presence of like a bunch of people who read so many different kinds of books. Mm-hmm. Because I was like in the art book section Ooh. being taught some stuff. I almost bought a coloring book that says, fuck off, I'm coloring. That was the wait, title. Wait, I have one. What's it called? Is it called Fuck Off from Coloring? No, it's oh, that called... Shit, where is it? it? Oh, I think it's called You Are a Fucking Badass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen this coloring book. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. very familiar with a variety Adult of coloring, coloring books, books now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I took my time in that section. Uh, uh-huh. But it, it was just a total fun thing, and I think you're going to be proud of me. I did not buy a single book. I don't know if I'm proud or not of that. Well, I was thinking about <laughs> the bills that needed to be paid this week. So okay, in that sense, yes. But, but I did um... carry around three books as if I was going to buy them. And then at the last second, I went, okay, be mature, put them down. What were they? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, I had the second book in the Wrath and the Dawn duology because we oh. wanted to read that. And then we realized <laughs> it was a duology. And I was like, I will not start this without having the second one. Mm-hmm. I also picked up Hood Feminism because I haven't read that yet. And then I saw Mm -hmm. it and I was like, it's a sign. And then Uh there was one more. And I don't know, but it was a hardcover, I think. I don't know what it was. Oh, I know what it was. It was uh, one of our anticipated reads of of December that none I doubt neither either of us picked up. But it was If This Gets Out, which is basically 
uh, Larry fanfic <gasps> come to Wait, life. It's out. It's already? out. It came out on the seventeenth of December, I believe, and I saw it in the LGBT section, uh, YA section at Powell's, and I was like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme, gimme!" <laughs> Stop. Put it in my hands. Give it to me right now. That was my feeling. Injected in my veins. Literally. Oh my God. Wait, uh, but then I was out. like, then I was like, I'll wait and I'll tell Sammy and then we can get it at the same time and then we can okay. read it. Pretend, you know, I think we, we briefly discussed this. Like, I know doing 12 episodes in a row was kind of a lot, but uh-huh. I think we could do a couple bonus episodes every month and that would be fun yeah. just to go I like so something we, because we, we schedule like our, our full disclosure. We have like a, an Excel spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. <laughs> I do not claim the Excel spreadsheet. That was all Sam. Yeah. Okay. Well, but it, it, the idea <laughs> is to plan out what books we're going to do, so we're not be a like, little organized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be a little organized with our recording schedule, and I think uh, because we're so organized, sometimes we find new things that we want to include. But it's kind of hard to push things out that we've already dedicated a time slot to. So I reckon we'll do sure. like some bonus episodes here and there. There's a there's a new release coming out this month. Um, that I would like to cover, and I didn't think about it when we were uh, scheduling, scheduling episodes. But it made it to my top ten list. This is my segue. It made it to my top <gasps> ten list, which was the Bad Luck Bridesmaid. One Wait, of the don't best we have that books. for March? No. Yeah, we, remember because it was. Um, Let me open the spreadsheet. Because <laughs> I was like Ireland for um, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you might be right. I think I am right. Wait, I'm opening. My Wi-Fi slow. I know this because you've talked it up so much, and I'm I love this so book. excited to read it. I'm I love this so book. excited. Oh, we do! Oh my god! Okay, yes. well, okay. well, wait for March, and we'll have yeah. that. We'll have that <laughs> episode out because I loved that book. Uh, I got an arc of it, and not only did I get an arc of it, but then afterwards I reached out to the author because this is, I think, her first novel. And, you know, she's she doesn't have, like, a large following yet, but I dead-ass think she will. I told Sammy the second I finished the, it that this could be as big as, like, Beach Read was. Yeah. It was that good. It wasn't necessarily, like, a romance. It was more of, like... About a, her. Yeah. It, it okay. was more of, like, a self-book. Discovery. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That was the word missing <laughs> from that sentence. Um, but it was so good. I quite literally read the whole arc in one night, and I was like... I literally DM'd the author at, like, <laughs> 2 in the morning on Twitter. <laughs> like, I think this is one of the best books I've read all year. Blah, 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 blah. She follows our Instagram and stuff. So maybe she's listening. Hi, mm-hmm. Allison. Um, that would be really cute. Right? So I cannot wait to cover that book next, this year. What the fuck? It's 2022. That's so <laughs> <It> weird. <is. laughs> uh, but it made my top three list of books I read this year. And it'll probably make my top... Ten of next year too, because we'll read it again this year. Whatever yep. this year, next year, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, it hasn't even I been am... 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. The next book on my, I really liked. This is another recommendation from you, oh, and this one fine. I've also just really. I think this kind of. I had a huge dry spell for reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this year and I think this was one of the first books that got me back into reading in like the latter part of the year um the authenticity oh my god I have that under my best uh general fiction it was so cute it and was, it was so just, good <laughs> it was so good and it was just mm-hmm. ah and like I think it was just such a light-hearted mm-hmm. um pure like making me appreciate humanity type yes, of read yes which we and needed this year, honestly. I think, yes, I think so too. And it wasn't like this, you know, 
love story that was going to destroy me and then build me back together. Like I knew what, like I was signing up for something a little bit more just like, it'll be a nice read. And it was such a nice read. It was. I I really enjoyed that book. I think it was the premise that got me at first too. Yeah. Because I don't remember where I saw this book, but I don't know if it was book talk. But I remember I, I saw it at Powell's and I was like, okay, I'll pick this up. Uh-huh. When I was on one of my manic um, episodes. Buying episodes. Yeah, where I went to Powell's every payday and spent 200 bucks. Yeah, we don't have to talk about uh-huh. it. But, you know, <laughs> I thought I would mention it. Um, and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, yes, I saw this book somewhere, question mark, who the fuck knows where. And when I read it, I was like, this is an amazing concept. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So uh, cute. I loved that book too. I, I think that was definitely close for being in my top 10 of the year for sure yeah um my number two slot okay or not my number two slot but somewhere else on my list right that's not number one is and i couldn't decide so it was the grisha verse okay <laughs> so it was every book the entire grisha verse <laughs> uh but i would say namely i really loved rule of wolves and i really loved six of crows and crooked kingdom okay uh they were just so good they were so Never. good. I still have not read. I any... think that you should make it one of your 2022 goals to read the Grisha verse, so we can freak okay. out about it. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a podcast episode. Of course, I think that would do well. Some extra, yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves those books, um, and for good reason. But I think that you would just love it. Like it's just, okay. it's so plot driven and good that it's just I have, phenomenal. I have the entire, and that's why have... it made it to my top ten. So, I have Six of Crows in Crooked Kingdom. I also have Shadow and Bone, Siege yeah. of Storm, and... Rune and Rising. Yes, that one. Um, yeah. I can't... Could not read that one for, okay. me, for the life of me. It's okay. For um, some reason, my brain remembered it. <laughs> good. Okay. That's, good. It, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. sign. Um, yeah. So, I have those. I just have to read them. Which is... Yes. I, I'm looking at my, like... So I acquired so many books from both you, our 25 (laughs) book deal thing. I also bought books when I was in Austin. And then I also bought books. Oh, my God. I also went to – I fucking went to Barnes & Noble before their sale. (laughs) So before Christmas. And I bought, like, four books. And two of them were hardbacks. Yikes. And then <laughs> the day after Christmas, it's like 50% off all hardbacks. Um, they knew what they I, were doing. They really did. Because I walked out of there with like normal books too, paperbacks. And I, and the thing is, I prefer paperbacks 100%. This but, is such a point of contention for our podcast too. We're literally hardcover hoes and we both prefer paperbacks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Not a big deal. But, um, I walked out of there. I spent, I had like $45 worth of um, gift cards. And then I still you. spent like $120. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Which is, it's fine. So, I mean, I'm going to have to build a couple more bookshelves. Me but, too. Me too. Because um, I, ha- I just have stacks on my floor right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one, okay. Here is a, oh, you know what I did? Did what? I tell you? I don't know if I told you. So I, yeah. you didn't read The Hating Game. No. I read The Hating Game. Mm-hmm. And then, but that was earlier this year. And then I also watched the movie. Okay. And it was so bad. 
<laughs> I heard they cha- the whole one of the things in the book, right, is like he paints his walls to cover Which color is of so her eyes. Creepy. Creepy as fuck. But also in the movie, they didn't like stay like she has green eyes, but the whole point was like the blue, right? Right. Yeah. So he but he so what he did is he painted his walls the shade of green that Lucy Hale's eyes right. are. But that wasn't the point. <laughs> no, it wasn't the point. I have not Ooh. read or seen the movie, and I know this is a thing that people <laughs> Also, a big thing in it is that he never smiles. And the actor was smiling, like, the entire time. Are you trying to tell me this book made your top ten? No, God, oh, okay, no. okay, okay. But okay. I was just looking at my, like, list of the books I read, and that gotcha. came up. And, like, and the, because the movie came out, I thought it was worth noting or oh. mentioning. Yeah, that at makes all. sense. But, How many yeah, more no. you have on your? Um, I'm just kind of jumping. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm it. Okay, you know what? I yeah. I have a topic. Uh, can I say my number one book of the year before we move yes, on? Yes, do that. Yes. Okay. Drum roll, please. Thank you. Uh-huh. My number one top book, favorite book that I read this year was Priory of the Orange Tree. Really? It was that good. <gasps> like, everybody is, like, afraid of it because it's so long. And I was also intimidated intimidated by it. Um, but – and it did take me a few days to read it, which is not normally how I read books. I'm usually at nom, 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 get in my belly. Eat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> read the whole thing in one or two sittings. Uh and this one, because it, it's definitely complex, you know, it's it's high fantasy, it's not smut, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's got a lot of storylines to follow, but oh my god, I was like getting to the end and I was like, no, I don't want to finish, like I, I, I want it to, I know it's already 800 pages, right, but I don't want it yeah. to stop, like it was so good that I, ah. I think that deserves the top spot, honestly. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited to read it. I know it was. I can't wait for you to read it because once I finished it, I was like, I knew you'd like it. So I was like, ah, I want someone to talk about this with. <laughs> yeah. So the book I'm actually reading right now, I've seen on Book Talk quite a few times, and people absolutely love it. Okay. And what is it? I it's the um. This is how you lose the time war. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm so confused. Like it's good, and I'm really <laughs> intrigued. But I, it's really similar. You never watched Loki, the um... no, which is a shame because I just haven't gotten through. Uh, I like didn't have Disney Plus for most of the. Year. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Listen, it's another expense. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, but so it's really similar to Loki in that because it's like you jump in and there's really no explanation for anything which because it's under 200 pages it's really short and it's just kind of like you follow the love story and you just kind of go along with the rest of it happening yeah (laughs) i think Mm -hmm. um and i'm not used to that i'm really i really usually take the time to kind of understand the entire um yeah there's really the world building is kind of along the way and very second to the love story yeah because okay. it's just not the point right and um i'm sorry real quick is yoda purring yes she's purring. that is the cutest thing i've ever heard she just ran and jumped on my lap and started purring that's so cute okay continue she's the best <laughs> um yes so 
I and I'm reading it and I'm really intrigued by it. And it's it's sapphic too, which I appreciate. And oh, yeah, so I'm I mean I'm gonna finish it, but it has been harder for me to like really get into it. And I needed to so I read You Had Me at Ola since Christmas. Okay. Um, since our big book binging, um, all the holiday books, yeah. you know, I've read You Had Me at Ola, The Flat Share. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. I started like four other books and then I was just like, uh, I can't right now. Fair. And that's, I mean, I'm going to finish that one first. And then I also started A Marvelous Light, which Ooh, that covers pretty. I, it's so pretty. It just it's came so out pretty. too. It just came out. It has everyone I've been seeing. Um, they're like, I read this at the end of 2021 and it was my top book of 2021. This is the best book. Yeah. And so I'm really intrigued by that as well. But it's interesting that the This Is How You Lose the Time War is so similar to the premise of the Loki show. <laughs> okay. And, but this came out before the Loki show came. I don't know. It's just, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of overlap here, which is cool. I love the MCU. We're here for it. Right. Me too. Mood. Before we move on, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Okay, so I think... One of the topic I mentioned earlier where I was like, and yeah. you're like, let me just talk about my number one first. Yeah, yeah. Was book series or books that I read that were good and I really appreciated the premise, but it felt like it just fell short. Like it could have, they could have done more yeah. with the premise. Okay. I think we both have probably the same number one for this then. I think the Atlas Six. Oh, me, oh, I thought you were going to say lore. Oh, well that one, it like takes the cake. Yeah. yeah. But Atlas Six, I really, really loved. But it also kind of felt like, one, it was like, oh, my God, this isn't a standalone. I'm going to have to read more books for this. And I think, so what's difficult, I'm realizing, with um, series is you have to be in it enough to be willing to pick up the next book when it comes out. Which is difficult, which is why Priory of the Orange Tree is so long. Yes, because it's just a standalone, which, which is, is amazing. Yes. Yes. And I was actually talking to um, some friends about Akatar, which is like one of the more popular book series right. on Book Talk. And they were like, yeah, I was reading them like as they were coming out. But after the first one, I didn't want to get the second one. And I was like, ah! yeah, exactly. And I was like, wait, but it only gets good like in the second one. And they're like, yeah, but like, I just wasn't in it after the first one. So I was right. thinking about the which other. Which was the point. <laughs> which was the point. Exactly. And um, so I was, you know what I, so this one was just like kind of YA. Like it was a series that I read because I was trying to get back into reading. It was easy, but it wasn't great. It was Daughter of the Pirate King. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> yeah. That was, was like, that was like your step back into reading again. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, you were reading that when I was reading You Had Me at Ola. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I'm all, I think I need like a new adult or an adult romance pirate thing. <laughs> it was just too YA for me. That's fair. Um, I think but- that's why I like the Grisha verse because it's, it's YA because they're like 17, 18 in the first book, but obviously like they're getting older as the books continue, yeah. you know what I mean? So okay. it like drifts into, and also it's like, has nothing to do with high school. I think that's my big turn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. About I YA mean, these days. I mean, this like, it was YA, but she was like running a whole pirate, like gang ring thing. Like she was not in high school by any means, but I think she was literally like 16. And yeah. it's just like, um, I think that's my thing with the Grisha versus like part of it does make sense because like the whole Grisha versus based in a war mm-hmm. and like, so everybody's drafted and people okay. don't live long enough to be adult adults pretty much Yeah, in, in this world. So I think that's like why it made more sense to me. Uh huh. Um, but, but I'm, I'm with you. Uh, and you know what other series this was kind of I actually like made a note in my little notes app and I was like I want to talk about this okay so I read Kingdom of the Wicked earlier I think earlier this year or late Mm -hmm. last year and then I got the second one when it came out Kingdom of the Cursed Mm -hmm. and it just like it's like almost there for me it's like it ha- it's on the precipice of, like, this could be a really good series. Yeah. Okay. It's on the fucking precipice. And uh, it just, like, is just not quite there. It's, okay. Some of the plot is just, uh, like, they, there's the premise is there. And it's just like, oh, my God, this could be so fucking good. But it's just not. It's I'm enjoying it. And I'm, I am going to pick up the next book. Yeah. And it's like there's really good tension. The slow burn romance and the tension is definitely there. Okay. Love that. It's not insta love. It's not jumping the gun. And it's definitely playing the whole this is going to be really good as a whole series. But it's like it's reminding me of what it feels like to be waiting for a series to come out. Yeah. I get get what you're saying. Yeah. So maybe she's doing a really good job because I am waiting Right. For the whole series. But it's like, it also just feels like it's like, ah, uh, it feels so unfinished and not in a way where it's like, I'm waiting for the rest of the plot. It's just yeah. like, you, you it, got it, gaps to fill and you got to wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Because I, think I do I, think I, it's oh, go good. I, I was like, I think, it, and it also is kind of similar to the, I, the premise is very similar to the Hades and Persephone books that have been okay. all the rage. So, um, even though it's not Greek, it's just like the princes of hell. Okay, but similar. I think I felt similarly with uh, from Blood and Ash this year. Okay, <laughs> I read from Blood and Ash and uh, whatever the second book's called. That was arguably better. And Kingdom I can't of remember. Flesh and Fire. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then I felt like oh my, because I read both of those in January mm-hmm. of 2021, and then I was like, oh my god, I have to wait for the third book. It's a crime. And I felt like I was literally going to die if I didn't get that third book in my hands. And then I got the third book in my hands in April when it came out. And I was thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> I just remember. I I think I read like 100 pages of From Blood and Ash. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening. I, the, it gets I didn't better. Like the, but then it I, got worse. 
I don't know, but like I didn't like the writing, and the I was just bad. like, yeah, and I was just like, oh, like if the writing's good, I'll stick with it. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think it's very much a character-driven book. Yeah, and the plot makes more sense in the second book than in the first book because you've done all the world building and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then by the third book. The third book did not need to be over 600 pages. I just want to point that out. <laughs> and I think anybody who read it will agree with me. And, like, I'm here for the smut. You know I'm here for the smut. However, I think that book could have been 300 pages without all the sex scenes. Yeah. Legitimate. And I'm not, like, being facetious here, right? Like, I think it legitimately could have been half the size if there were less smutty bits which like i'm not saying i didn't want them right but Mm -hmm. at a certain point i'm like okay i cannot follow your complicated plot twist that you're trying to throw in if like every other page somebody's getting fucked (laughs) yeah (laughs) true (laughs) i was i was having a hard time with it i was disliking it and i didn't buy the whatever the new one with the ember in the title is uh that's prequel to the books I didn't buy that one because I saw everybody complaining about the typos, and I was like, mm, "I'll wait until his paperback at least." Yeah. Instead of buying the hard, the hardcover. Um, but I feel you. I, I like at the beginning of the year, I thoroughly had this feeling like, "Oh my god, I don't want to wait. I need to know what happens next." Yeah. And even when I finished the third book, I was kind of like, "I hated this, but also I need to know what happens next." Right. Um. Okay. Yeah. I want to mention in this madeline miller's announcement oh yeah Uh uh-huh for it's the hades and persephone moment yeah but i i you and i both have heard i think that it's like just persephone yeah as it should be yeah yeah which i totally agree with i think perhaps i've read a little bit too much hades and persephone smut over the last year that i was kind of hoping she's gonna lead that direction Yes, I think there's so because okay. The thing is, is like a lot of the Hades and Persephone smut is like it's smut driven and it's not plot driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. you've got neon gods, you've got the the whatever the pomegranate one is. You have a touch of darkness, right? <laughs> and it's all just smut. sex. Yeah, and it's just like okay, wait. There's like an actual story here, and I think Madeline Miller's gonna come in right. and just destroy all of these books because it's gonna be like, actually, he kidnapped her, and there right. was um, R word and other right things, and um, so I think it's gonna be really, really good though. And Me too. Gonna, oh my I'm god, excited. I think it's gonna be amazing. I would read this woman's grocery list. Like, yeah, she's she, so talented. She's so talented. I think she's one of the best authors of this generation. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm super keen to pick it up. I'm super keen to read it. And you know, we can get our Hades and Persephone smut elsewhere. Exactly. I'm I'm almost close to picking up the other Touch of Darkness books. I have it. God, I almost want to. Like I have them. Oh. I just I think I forgot how bad they were. They were bad. But we also ate them up and read them really quick. <laughs> okay, but the um I still haven't finished Neon Gods. Oh really? I like I pick it up every once like in between books where I'm just like, I'm I need like a break from this. Okay. And then I'll pick that one up and I'll read a little bit, but I still haven't finished it. Interesting. You know, right now it's made its way to the Powell's bestsellers, like from Really from fiction. Which okay. is super funny, because can you imagine somebody coming in not knowing what it is? 
Yeah. And being like, oh, this is a bestseller. <laughs> Let me buy it. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. Um, for best general fiction of the year, I have the Authenticity Project and I have uh-huh. It Ends With Us. Okay. Um, both great fiction from the year I enjoyed. I have uh, a thriller called When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole. I picked it up on a whim and I really enjoyed that. And then I also have The Silent Patient, which you bought me and I read this week. Okay. Um, it uh, To be fair, I did not read a lot of thrillers this year. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, like you said, like that it, I felt like it was going to be this like really amazing thing because it's very hyped up. Yeah. And I thought it was very predictable, not in a bad way, but I had been reading a lot of thrillers this past week. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like, oh, it's going to be fucked up. So I think I can guess it. And then I guessed it. And then I was like, well, now you ruined the fun. Yeah. <laughs> For yourself. You did this to yourself. Yeah. Um, but I nonetheless enjoyed it. It was good. I've heard his other book is not good, so I probably won't pick that up. But it's a man. Yeah, it's a man. Oh, I didn't even know it was a man who wrote that. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a man. Uh, which makes sense if you read yeah. the Silent Patient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard that the Maidens is very bad. My one of my close friends, Sarah, read it recently. Heard- and bad. she was like, it was really bad, but I want to know what you think. I'll mail it to you. What's your address? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so perhaps I'll get to it eventually. But uh, I definitely am under the impression that this one is better than that one. So I would recommend it. It was interesting. Just don't try to predict it. And I think you'll enjoy the ride. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Um, you know what? Okay. Do, should we, do you have more to talk about recapping? Uh, I have best smut scenes of the year. <gasps> Give it to me. Okay. Um, obviously, there's, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. Obviously, there's, you know, it d- dislikes about the author for Akatar, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we, we got to give props or props are due to chapters 54 and 55 of that second See- Akatar book. Okay, the thing, I am such a sucker for, I think it's 49 when they're um, in the <laughs> so Court of specific. Nightmares. I think it's 49. I don't know. Can, can you tell that I have um, gone back to this But that was indirect time? smut. It wasn't like smut, smut. No, but that does it more for me, the I think. Yeah, the tension is everything. That's fair. So top tension scenes, I would say that one. Okay, but like, oh, oh, yeah. It's just so good. It's so good. And my other one, which now you can relate to, is the mirror scene. And you had me at all up because I that read that and else. I was like drooling. Like <laughs> I don't usually feel this way about smut, uh-huh. but I felt that way about, about mm-hmm. that one. I was like, this is top mm-hmm. tier. Maybe it's also for the characters. Maybe, you know, there's little, yeah. mm, mm, the nicknames being tossed around. I yep. yeah. Yeah. Perhaps that one was just a little more up my alley. Yeah. Um, A little more spicy and saucy in all the right ways as well. Uh, But that was quite good. I think one of my favorite smut scenes was when Gus in January finally had sex in um, Beach Read. That's fair. I See, I don't really remember it. And I think that maybe up against the bookshelf has to do with how I feel about the smut scenes of the year, you know? Yeah, yeah. If no, I remember fair. it, then it then it was like must have been Worth impactful. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my, dude, so, I'm like, yeah. No, that scene just. So yeah. what? What? What do you want to move the conversation to? My 
So we obviously have the books planned out for the episodes moving uh-huh. forward. But I want to talk about the books that I'm excited to read in between. Because okay. we don't need to... Because um, I unless we want to announce all the books we're going to be reading no. in the next... Yeah, no, that's exactly. That's fun. We like surprises. No. Exactly. So the books that I'm really excited to be reading okay. that I'm going to try and fit in between our scheduled readings. Okay, go for it. Um... Oh, shit. Now I forget if this one's scheduled or not. <laughs> what is it? The House in the Cerulean Sea. It's not, I don't think. But maybe it is. But Maybe uh, for anyways. later. <laughs> much later. I really, really want to read that. Okay. I also got, and I'm very excited for, um, A Visit from the Goon Squad. You by cut Jennifer out. E- I'm sorry. Mm, A Visit from the Goon Squad by Jennifer oh. Egan. Okay. Um... The Samantha Young book, You Got Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Much Ado About You or something. Yes. Um, I also... Oh, The Idiot by Elif... Mm, Elif Batuman. Okay. Um, really, really excited about that. Fun. Also, oh, it was this one I got at the sale. This is one that I got at the sale. Oh, the, okay. The My Ride or Die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you were trying to show it to me when we were on FaceTime and I was I thought it was like ride my dick or something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's two best friends who give up on um romantic love, apparently. And they are just like, We're gonna be life partners because you're my ride or die. Like we'll just figure out a life where we are like you are the person that's going to be there and t- like to my deathbed. Right. At my deathbed. I love that. Yeah. So Really excited about that. Also, what I got at the um, the sale, I got <laughs> accidentally a duplicate of the inheritance of, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna send that to you because I got oh, accidentally got Ooh, a second one. So I'll send we love it. a bonus present. Mm-hmm. How fun! I'm really looking forward to the in betweens. Um, you and I have both been talking about reading Verity. I really want to read it. Yeah. I almost read it today. But I picked no, a different Kobo book to to bide my time with, and then yeah. uh, I'm also really excited to read the Poppy War, which you got me. Yes, and I'm I've also heard so yes, many things. Literally, it sounds so good, so I'm I'm really excited for that. But I think I want to pick up the other two before I start it because mm-hmm. I have a feeling, I have a hunch that I'm gonna I'm gonna want to blow through, through it. it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also SD for Christmas got me a touch of darkness. Not a touch of darkness. What's no. it called? The darker shade of magic. My bad. Oh, the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The trilogy from V. E. Schwab. Um, Didn't you read the first one? I did read the first one, but the I've been like really on an audiobook kick lately too when I'm reading because okay. I can do that while I'm working and then I'm like still working. Active. Yeah. Uh, and I the other two from my Libby app are not available for a couple more weeks, so I was like, I'll wait. Okay. I guess. But I, I might not because I'm kind of like, I kind of want to keep reading them. Uh-huh. Um, but in between, I read like a bunch of other books. So I, I'm kind of like, maybe I'll wait. I don't know. I'm, I'm in between. But I definitely want, I'm, I'm, bip, 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 I'm excited <laughs> to finish that one. Uh, and also, I'm really excited to read City of Girls that you got me as well. Yeah. Let me know how that is. And also, I want to read like the other book in the You Had Me at Ola. Yes. The one with the cousin, World. Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I've had that one and I have it, and I I feel like I may something as well do at Audios. Yeah, uh, a lot like Audios. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm keen on reading those. Did you have uh worst books of the year? 
Yeah. Cool. Let's do that. Okay. You should I'm start. Gonna... I only have five. Okay. I'm going to throw in a touch of darkness because that was just bad. Okay. That's fair. I think after I read it, I liked it a little bit more than when I was reading it. I just remember reading it and being like, what the fuck? Am it I was doing bad. Time? It yeah. was bad. But I also remember like eating the whole thing whole really quickly, you know? And yeah. Then, and then I still have the feeling like I want to pick up the next book. So I feel okay. like it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> no. But the thing is, right when we finished it, we were like, oh my God, I can't believe. Because you shat on me for getting the second one. I did. And I still haven't picked it up. Like I haven't, I have it, but I haven't like picked it up to read it. Um, I remember you returned a touch of darkness and got a full refund. I got a full refund for it. I yeah. also got a full refund for lore. So I'm dead. I remember that. The lore was disappointing. That was really just. Dis- yeah. There was so much potential. There was. Damn. I want to do it a different way. You know what I mean? That's one of those yeah. books. Like all she had to do was change the trajectory of the ending. And yeah, I think and- it would have been okay for me. And I think a prequel could have a lot of um, yeah. success as well. Agree. Because the premise is so interesting. It's so, it's so like, interesting. Give me, give me more of that. Yeah. yeah. It was like a good way of addressing a modern Greek retelling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Not even retelling, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. That, I think that's fair. Uh, on my list is Call Me By Your Name. Okay. Which we've discussed that I just didn't like. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't. And we were going to do an episode on it, but we didn't. So, yep. but that, that's on my list of worst books of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. What else do you have? I also have um, on Honeymooners. No, I like that one. I didn't. I think the reason I liked it perhaps was also because it was like, I mean, I haven't, I ha- at that time, th- that was my first Christina Lauren, but uh, I was, I really liked the, the concept that there was a Mexican main character. Okay, that's <laughs> I think fair. That, I think that had me from the bat. And then I was like, I'm sold. I like the premise. I think it's funny. And then I didn't mind the fade to black because I was enjoying the story. Okay. But I didn't yeah. like the third act breakup. So if that's why you didn't like it, I'm, I'm with you. That was fair. There are a lot of things I didn't because like about it. Because he should have believed her. Yeah. I, and I'm with you. I remember that specifically. So I, I respect your decision, honestly. I also didn't like the third act breakup for the flat share. That's another thing where he should have been. I, I felt like remember, he sh- but yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Let's not. Let's not spoil. But yes. spoil for everybody. Right, yeah. Right. I agree with you. That's fair. I um, didn't like that. This is a popular book that people like that I have on my worst books of the year. So I'm willing to get to read the emails from people disagreeing with me. But I absolutely hated the Spanish love deception. I started it and I was like, this writing is horrible. Let and me I put it say, down. Literally, y'all hyped that shit up so much. I was like, this Aaron Blackford man better be like a fucking god among men. Like, uh-huh. he, he must be the end all be all of men. Like, there is no other man but this man. This was the worst book. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, it was cringy as hell. Any book that mentions TikTok in it, and it's Absolutely like, I not. would be embarrassed for this video of me playing soccer to end up on TikTok. Come on. Fuck <laughs> off. It was, she was so cringy. Couldn't handle the main character. She was annoying as fuck. Um, Aaron Blackford, I get it. I got, I got him. Totally get why you guys like him. Like him. Yeah. However, to me, that does not mean that book is good. 
You guys need to learn how to separate a good character from a good book. Because this was a shitty book with a good <laughs> love interest. That's all it was. Also, it went. It was not a slow burn. Like, the idea was a slow burn, but it was, like, main character's stupid and can't pick up on... Like, she's a smart yeah. woman, but can't pick up on the fact that this man is interested in her. And then, all of a sudden, they realize they're interested in each other. And then it's, like, hot and heavy the rest of the book. It makes no fucking sense to me. But, okay. Those ah. are my feelings on that book. I'll I take the hate. I'll take the yeah. hate. It sucked. That's Argue fine. with the wall. Like... <laughs> That's fine. Dude, I, I, okay, next up for me. Um, Every time you talk, I chug, by the way. I do too, and now I'm drunk. So I think the last time we drank, I wasn't going as hard because I was having hard liquor. So now I'm like, okay, I, can, I know I can. I finished my champagne. drink just, yeah, not too long ago. And Yoda's curled up in my lap, and I'm distracted. And what is another book that I hated? Um, I got more if you you ain't got any. Yeah, you, give me give minute. me some in, give me some inspiration. Okay, so I read this book called Holding Up the Universe by Jennifer Niven. You may know Jennifer Niven's name because she wrote uh, uh, All the Bright Places. Oh, okay. Which I recall loving when I was in middle middle school, high school. The movie was pretty all right too; It wasn't bad. Um, trigger warnings: look those up if you want to read those books. Yeah. Um, but Holding Up the Universe was fucking shitty it was bullies <laughs> it was bully to lovers okay and okay. bullying on this girl's weight nope no nope. it was a whole school bullying this girl for being chunky okay it's absolutely like, not no first of all and then like the main guy who's like picking on her to be popular amongst his friends is her love interest nope we get taught at such a young age as little girls that, oh, he's picking on you. He's teasing yes. you. He's being mean to you. He must have a crush on you. Mm-hmm. And that Fuck teaches that, they, that teaches young girls that being treated poorly and boys being mean to them, men, people being mean to them is a sign of affection. Yep. Yep. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. Not yep. here for it. It took me 20 years to unlearn that. Yes. <laughs> so not here for it no not here for it so i fucking hated that book it was like the third book i read this year too because i was like oh jennifer niven i loved all the bright places i remember the show when it came out or the movie it's yeah it was a movie with um that guy that i really like whose name i can't remember but yeah he was in yeah and then he was in one of the paper town he was in paper towns (laughs) yeah (laughs) listen i was an og okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you have a book or need me to keep going? Um, I got two more for I this category. Say the holiday switch. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, I, I <laughs> didn't just say meh. I wouldn't say that was in my top worst, worst, but it was disappointing. I think was the thing. It was disappointing. I like that was. I'm considering like the worst as like if we weren't doing it for the episode, I would have just yeah, returned it. Yeah, that's fair. And. Unfortunately, I know you disagree. I know I've mentioned it before, but um, these violent delights and our oh, violence. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know why it didn't do it for me. So. Yeah, I don't know. It did it for me. But I, I, yeah. I, 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 listen, I respect not vibing. Yeah. I respect it. And I respect the author. Like, she is so young. She is I'm talented. I'm obsessed with Chloe Gong. She's so talented. And I think she has a really, really long career after her. I, I don't know. I Again, I think it was just the river monster thing. <laughs> just, I couldn't do it. 
Hey, I get it. It did it for me. Uh, yeah, but but I, I understand. Um, per- perhaps one of my most unpopular opinions, but that's because I'm a fucking adult, right? Is Pug Fifty Seven was yeah. the second worst book that I read this year. Yeah, and I love my Twitter moots. Okay, I love y'all with all my heart. With all my heart, I love my Twitter mutuals. However, some of y'all think this is like, like you you respect this book like. Like, it's written scripture from the gods. Like, it's not. It, it sucks. It's yeah. really bad. The plot is good, and we, I won't go into full rant mode because I've talked about this in the past. Feel free to check out our episode of uh, popular books we that hate. people love but we hate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hate this book. Like, it, no, it's a no for me, minors having detailed sex scenes i don't respect penelope douglas she also does the incest trope i'm not mm-hmm. a fan this woman is a little weird and i think she should stop writing ya if she wants to write kinky shit make it new adult make them legal and okay did enjoy she, it didn't she she wrote credence as well yeah mm-hmm. which is incest it's like her uncle preying on it's like a step uncle yeah okay, and whatever like, i know but I, I remember being like kind of intrigued because i was like oh my god is this like twilight vibes with the whole cover and then i looked it up and i was like wait a second why is this like step uncle and her two cousins like it's it's mm, mm -mm. nope Mm -mm. nope for me it's like a red flag of people like penelope douglas so yeah and listen like whatever you want to like i just and i understand if you are in the ya category of life at the moment, right? Like I get it, kinda. If you're 17 and you enjoy these books, because I, it's still weird to me. But I'm saying anybody over the age of 20 who's like, oh my god, I love this book. Weird. Yeah. Weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those type of books are like what they discuss about boys watching porn at such a young age and how it gives them a really fucked up um, uh-huh, uh-huh, view of uh-huh. sex. Yes, you are on it's, a good track here. Yes. It's the same discussion. It's the same. Listen, listen, little 17-year-old yeah. girlies. No man is going to be like Misha Lair. Like, I trust me. And if they are, run. That's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got another one? Because I have only my worst book of the year. Um, I do not have another worst book of the year, but I have other things I want to mention before we sign off. So you go. Oh, yeah. No, I got tons of things and I have to pee before that, too. So. Oh, good Lord. Okay. This is okay. Gonna be ha- good I'm for okay you. with a you're... long episode. Okay. You're yeah. You're the one editing. Yeah. So. Yeah. It Finally. don't matter for you. You just got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to handle talking to me for the next 20 minutes. I'm um, here for worst it. book of the year was Love in the Time of Cholera, which I talked about Thank at God. length. Um, Literally, probably the worst book I've ever read in my life. Yeah. Not it just sounded, the year. The idea, the premise, the plot, the all of it just sounded was so like... Bad. Oh, my God. Just horrifying. Yep. In okay. every way. Uh, I'm going to pee. Talk to the audience. Have a conversation. I really enjoyed listening last time, so... <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay. Okay, go um, ahead. See you in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, hello, audience. Some of, I want to talk about more of the books that I'm, um, that I purchased actually this, um, block between Christmas and New Year's. What a weird block. It's been a weird season. I, it's just been a weird season. I think everyone I know is kind of going off, going into the deep end 
of life. And it's, uh, so I honestly, if you have recommendations, because like, I feel like reading hasn't been a quick enough escape for me. I've been, my time log for TikTok is not cute. It's not cute anymore. Um, it's alarming. I spend way too much time on TikTok. I, I can't even, I saw a TikTok where it was like, what, tell me why I just had to take a break from my movie to watch TikTok, to go on TikTok. Like, I, I just can't, like, I have to take a break from longer media with TikTok. And so I'll, I'll do that with reading too. And it's just like, I'm not getting sucked up fast enough, I think. Um, I'm back. And so the romances have been helping. Hi. I hope you had a good conversation with Sammy while I was gone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there was a full half a bottle of champagne that needed to come out of my body one way or another. So, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was preferred this way. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh, what other things do you want to talk about? Because I on my list, I have New Year's resolutions, 2022 reading goals. Um, okay. A, a, my resolutions for this year compared to last year's resolutions – and Are we team- talking general resolutions? Yeah, or yeah, 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 related? yeah, yeah. Oh, no. okay. But this Shit. is a fun episode. We get to talk about ourselves. Okay. If we want. And then the most anticipated 2022 releases. Okay. Those are what I have on my list. So whatever you have, let's roll with it. Okay. I'm going to start with my one of it's, I guess it could be a reading resolution for okay. me. I love that. I want to read more queer romance. Fair. This, because I feel like my, it was very hetero heavy this past year okay and i think i want to prioritize some queer love this year i love that Mm -hmm. and moving into that is some of the anticipated reads do we both have delilah green doesn't care on our list yes yep (laughs) yep we do yep i'm excited for that as well and i totally thought the larry one was coming out next year i did too so when i saw it i was like oh I guess it okay. came out in December. Okay, well, I'm going to add that to the list. Yeah, mood. Um, this can't get out. Yes. Right. Yes. Or if this gets out. If this gets out. Right. Okay. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. We got there eventually. Wait. Um, what? I really quickly, I want to know your thoughts on Eleanor Oliphant. It's completely fine. Because you just um, read that. Yeah. Oh, so one, really liked it. Uh-huh. But two, uh, I feel like the author was about admitting that Eleanor is autistic or somewhere on the spectrum Mm -hmm. because if you read that I thought it sounds like she's on the spectrum everybody does like I said I met up with my old English teacher this week and she also thought that Eleanor was on the spectrum I had to tell her that the author said that that's not the truth um I almost feel in that regard a little icky Mm -hmm. because I feel like the author wrote her in one way but then when people were like oh so she's autistic or she's on the spectrum she's the like, author no. was like no no yeah. i wouldn't i would not do Be- th- she's literally on the spectrum like i don't yeah. care this is one of those moments where you have to interfere versus the author mm-hmm. because i'm sorry she's definitely on the spectrum like and in my when i was reading it i was like this is like the most respectful and most accurate autistic character i've ever read mm-hmm I was thoroughly enjoying it for that. And then when I read like from an interview that the author was like, no, she's not autistic. She's just 
quirky from her trauma. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. that feels icky to me. That feels a yeah. little disingenuine. I feel like there's something a little bit deeper there from the author, perhaps. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like people with autism. I don't know, right? But yeah. it felt like that to me. Like, why? If, if even autistic people were saying, you know, that she's definitely somewhere on the spectrum, I feel like, why say no if it's something you clearly wrote? Yeah. I don't know. Especially because, like, her character says she's been like this her whole life, even prior to Before. the accident. So how do you explain that away? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I really enjoyed the book, and I really, in my heart, Eleanor Oliphant is somewhere on the spectrum, and it's a, it's a very good... Beautiful d- representation. Yeah, beautiful representation. Um. And I no longer care what the author thinks. So, <laughs> okay. This is no longer the author story. Yeah. It is. Nope. Like, like uh, I yeah. said, John has that quote, right? Where like books yeah. are for the readers. The second yeah. you let a story out into the world, it's no longer your story. It's the reader's story. Yeah. And I stand by that. I stand by yeah. that. Um, I have some New Year's resolutions. All right. Let's hear them. So a good friend of mine likes to pick a theme of the year. And my theme of last year or like 2021 was uh, the the year of boundaries. Okay. And limitations, which I think I executed pretty well. Yeah. There's been some things that have been cut out of my life and things that I no longer, uh, you know, allowed happen. And I have felt better for that. So that was my theme for 2021. My theme for 2022, I think, is the year of growth. I am no longer a student. I am in technically the field of work that I kind of aim to go into. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just growth from here. I want to grow the podcast. I want mm-hmm. to really keep up with it. We've done really good since we picked it back up in November. And mm-hmm. I don't want it to stop. Like I'm Neither very much enjoying what we're doing with it. And I think that we've both, we, we're both very driven in this now. And you know, this is something I want to keep doing. Uh, and in that regard, too, I also want to keep reading. I didn't like that dry spell that yeah, over, like, the the spring area mm-hmm. <laughs> time of the year. Mm-hmm. We both had a bad dry spell. And I think, like, I am my most happy when I'm reading a lot. Mm-hmm. Call it escapism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. I am the most happy when reading a lot is mixed into my everyday life. Uh, yeah. so I don't want to have a dry spell like I did in 2021. Cause I think mm-hmm. that was like a downtime and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just personally, I would like to get back into streaming. I was streaming a lot prior to moving. And then when we moved, I stopped streaming and I kind of missed that. So I think like picking up and growing in my own particular passions is what I yes. want to continue doing this year. Love that. That's my big goal. Um, I think my goal I mean, I hate to be cliche, but, like, I just want to feel strong again. And I have seen some of the – and I I mean that physically and otherwise. Like, I just want to feel a lot more confident in who I am and what I am and what I stand for. And just – and I think with that comes enforcing boundaries and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, leaning into my passions and – maybe taking care of my physical body a little bit more as well. Um, I've been seeing, Oh God, is it the, I forget what the challenge is, but it's like kind of related to 
Akatar, the physical. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one Illyrian warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know when I the look Valkyrie, at, the Valkyrie yes, challenge. Yes. When I look at fitness in a way where I'm like, I can beat people up and I can like <laughs> be really strong. Yeah, I'm all for it. Me too. If it I comes agree with to you. if it comes to losing weight, I shut down. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can beat somebody up if I do this. Fuck yeah, I'm yeah. so here for it. So my my uh, 2021 resolutions were to read 50 books in the year, graduate college, stay motivated, get fit, and get out of Staten Island. You and did a lot of those. I did a lot of those, but I did not get fit. And I, I am with you on the um, – if I can relate it to something I really enjoy, it becomes easier. Because I used to be like a gym rat. Like I was, yeah. the, I was a little bitch, right? I hated myself at that time, but I was a gym rat. And then I – was not once I moved to New York mm-hmm. and now I'm, I'm not, but I do agree with you. Like the premise of being a stronger version of myself, but both mentally and physically and emotionally is, you know, something I would like. So I, I'm because putting it's that like, back on my list for this year to, to be stronger. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, it's not about punishment. Like I think with anything mm-hmm. with weight gain, it's like, or weight gain or weight loss is like, I'm not good enough. I'm punishing myself kind of and it goes it bleeds into a really negative self-deprecating area really fast and I think anything with like just in general like I'm doing this for the betterment of myself and because I love myself and because I want to like protect myself and protect you know like anything like that is just a a much more productive light to be seeing that in I I agree yeah I'm totally with you completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I hit my reading goal of 50 yes, books. You I did. exceeded that by almost double. Uh-huh. Um, I graduated college. I did do that. Uh, I was re- relatively motivated and I did get out of Stat- Staten Island, just not the way I think I thought I meant originally. when I made, when yeah. I made that um, <laughs> resolution yes. originally. But, you know, this year I want to, like I said, grow. I, my goal this year is to read 100 books because I know I can. You totally can. I don't want to have a dry spell again. This is my thing, right? And I think uh-huh. you and I are keeping each other very motivated for reading too. Because mm-hmm. every time you say you enjoyed a book, I'm like, well, now I got to pick it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, now exactly. I got to read it too. And also now that we're doing this very – like on a weekly basis very regularly, uh, that's at least a book a week, you know? So Exactly. I think I'm, I'm capable of that. <laughs> 100%. And I, and I'm really enjoying, this is another thing. Like, I feel like I've been less creative mm-hmm. over the last year up until November when we picked this back up, because this is a creative hobby. It this is. is us making something that ho- we enjoy firstly, and that also other people enjoy. And that's a weird thing for us, but you know, mm-hmm. it, the, the concept of being creative, because like I used to draw a lot when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of painting and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I, I stopped when that became expensive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just wait for the Michael sales. And that's I like big mood, big mood. Yeah. Huge yep. mood. There's not a Michaels near me. <laughs> oh, sad. Um, but you know, I like picking up these creative things. And one of those things I've always loved is reading and writing. And so I think that's where I'm at now where I'm like, this is such a, an us thing that's very creative that I'm like, this is my creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. So, I, you know, that's that's one of my goals for the year. 
And it's great for long distance friendships. Absolutely. It's yeah. not that we don't talk every day, right? Yeah. It is, it is a good excuse to talk once a week about something kind of specific, you know? Yes. And just like a bonding moment for us too, because yeah. you feel a certain emotion when you read a book. And I think it's really fun for us to both talk about what we felt when we were reading a book and compare and contrast and, you know. I, I think it's super fun. I think it's a great idea and I really like doing it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that we picked it back up. I'm glad that we're doing it. And Agreed. I'm really exciting, excited for like what 2022 and our season two has in store. Yes. And I'm excited that we have a new cover art for this episode <gasps> and for the rest of season two. It feels like a secret I've been holding since <laughs> <laughs> Beginning. we talked about it. You know, yeah. like, ooh, we have a fun thing that we're going to put out. Uh, but I'm yeah, really I'm excited, excited for it. Me too. You get a lot I of like growth. Mm-hmm. My other book related goal is just to read one work of nonfiction per month. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I kind of mentioned in our nonfiction episode. But mm-hmm. I, like, honestly, how hard could it be? Right. Like, I'm just going to pick things that speak to me. Yeah. I think is my thing. Not like, I'm not going to try to force myself to read something I don't want to read. No. So. Things you want to learn, things you want to, yeah. Yeah. Think about, expand your knowledge on. And yeah. So, like, for for me, a year from now, when we record another New Year's episode in 2023, scary, right? Um, mm-hmm. That I, year does not exist. That is not books real. Some <laughs> that I, I want to read, right? Some books that I, nonfiction works that I want to read are, I want to do Hood Feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to reread uh, Sorted by Jackson Bird, which I recommended in our uh, nonfiction episode. I've just been thinking about it a lot and I want to reread that. I also really want to read Born a Crime by um, mm-hmm. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, yeah, because I literally have the copy from my friend Sarah Barnes from high school who gave it to me after we saw Trevor Noah live in Vegas. Oh my God, on a senior whim year. Weekend. Yeah. Uh, and I was I almost going to go to that, but that's okay. really funny. It was, yep. um, um, but I really want to read that because I never read it and I would love to, and I love Trevor Noah. Uh, but uh-huh. so, so a year from now, um, remind me that I listed those books that I wanted to read for nonfiction and ask me if I read them. Okay. I will also mention this to you throughout mm-hmm. the year. So you have the opportunity to actually oh, fulfill. You. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know what I saw on um, Book Talk that people are saying is really funny? Jonah Hill has a new book out. No, not Jonah Hill. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. They're the same in my head. I'm sorry to anybody who likes them. Yeah, that's fair. They're white men who are funny. (laughs) Yeah. Seth Rogen, white man who is funny. Um, He has a book out. And apparently people are like, I laughed at every sentence. Like, Oh, I think you sent me a TikTok about this. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to seek it out, but if I end up, like, coming across it, I might pick it up. That's fair. Uh, I also bought the Shatter Me book. Did you? I did. I heard it's so bad, if, unless you're, like, 17. I heard it's bad, but also really good, but, okay. like, really bad. Well, then like, let me know. You know I'm easily convinced. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... I'm intrigued by that one. I just bought the first one, so if I hate it, I'm not gonna. Oh, good for you. Be disappointed in myself right. for wasting a bunch of money. I also bought it um, used, so. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yes. Very nice. I, uh, you know what is? This might go against what a lot of book people might like or agree with. Oh. Um, 
No, I'm going to try and do my best to donate all the books that I read. Really? Yep. Unless they, and I've been doing a pretty good job of them, of it. I've been doing a pretty good job of it. I've been only keeping the ones that I would, that I could actually seriously see myself picking up again or lending out to a friend. That's fair. And other than that, I donate them. I think there's something ingrained in my brain about growing up poor where I'm like, yeah. when you have a thing, keep the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like even books I hate, even love in the time of cholera, it's still on my shelf. It's going to stay there. I don't think I'm going to yeah. donate it, you know. Um, but I respect that. I think like call me a material girl, right? Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I can't part with them. I think like I'm not a material driven person. Like take away no. my PC, take away my phone, take away my computer have a lunch yeah. at the end of the day but there's something about my books that I'm just like so attached to <laughs> and I did I did for a while and then like one thing with Beachtown books in San Clemente yeah what's nice though is that you bring it in and it goes to a credit on your account yeah and so when you are buying books again you can use the credit from your donated books and right. so it's like it's almost like a library system but with books right. i get to have for as long as i want <laughs> you know yeah and i could just use a library but i don't you could. um but yeah so it's like it, it i benefit like it's more than just like the goodness of my heart and i like donate my books but it all it is also really exciting because i do buy a lot of like this is really big on tiktok right now and so i buy it and yeah. then i in just like devour it really fast <laughs> and then I bring it to this bookstore and they're like, oh, my God, like, this is the only copy we have. Like, this will make someone's day Aww. kind of thing. And because otherwise, like, a lot of people, it wouldn't have been donated for, like, another year, maybe, mm-hmm. because it's just now popular or whatever. Right. So I'm with you. I, I, I totally understand that. I think, like, what I'm going to try to do more, because I've been going to the library out here now that it's open again. When I first uh-huh. moved to Portland nothing was open yeah <laughs> and now the library's back open and stuff and so I've gone in there a couple of times to to check out a couple of different books but I think what I'm going to try to do with like especially the podcast books that we're reading unless I already own them I'm going to try to get them from the library oh smart uh, unless I think it's going to be a banger then I'm probably going to buy it yeah because I like to mark my books um mm-hmm. and annotate and stuff uh, but, but I'm, I'm with you. I, I like the idea of, uh, not necessarily like I almost for this episode, like wanted to do the math to see how much money I spent on books this year, but then I, I thought like, about it too. It's going to make me depressed. So I'm not going to yeah. do it. Um, I think like aside from, you know, like rent and bills, uh, I think books was like my biggest expense <laughs> Yeah, over groceries. <laughs> yeah. Which makes sense. Like we went through a shit ton of books. You know that TikTok challenge that happened, like, in the last week that was, like, uh, people making a pile of books they read yep. this year versus how many of them that they, like, actually read? They bought versus bought, they read. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, like, thought about doing that, but then I was like, damn, I don't really want to call myself out Yeah. Like that <laughs> <laughs> that just looked like it was going to take forever to do. I was Dude, like, Dude, so let's talk about I? me taking pictures for our Instagram yesterday. Okay. Uh, how New did Year's that Eve. go? I 
Sammy, I quite literally felt like I was clocked into work. Like it took <laughs> it took two and a half hours to take Mm-mm. five pictures for our Instagram yesterday. What is wrong with content creation? Why dude, is it so hard? <laughs> I had to first of all, right? Like I saw a picture today actually of New Year's two years ago that came up on my Facebook, like a picture I posted with my boyfriend on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And behind us is my bookshelf. I had one singular bookshelf when we first started dating and mm-hmm. like our, our first New Year's together. And it quite literally had like maybe 20 books on it. Yeah. Because I had moved across the country. I didn't take any books with me. Um, mm-hmm. And so anything I was buying, I was acquiring while I was there. And I was also a broke student. So <laughs> I wasn't acquiring much. Um, yeah. And then I, you know, moved here. You brought up books from my parents' house when you came to I visit. Did. And then also I like I said had some couple manic episodes and <laughs> bought a <laughs> bought a lot of books. Um that I I don't regret it, but I did um shortly after I bought them. Uh-huh. Um and now I my bookshelves are bursting at the seams. Like I need another bookshelf to yeah. I have two that are bigger than the ones I had in New York and mm-hmm. uh they're huge and they are Quite literally, like I'm piling books on top of the books. Like yep. it's 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 dangerous, um, and I I I love it. Like it makes me feel good because like for the first time I had like two other readers come over and they spent 20 minutes looking at my bookshelf, which was like super satisfying so to me fun. because I yeah. was like, oh yeah, I love this. <laughs> yes, yeah, stroke my ego. Yeah, um, this is the only thing I'm good at. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I really don't know the direction that my bookshelves are going to go in in 2022. Like, they're full. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Like, I know already on my list is getting another bookshelf to put in my office area. But uh-huh. what happens after that bookshelf? <laughs> oh, I like... definitely bought, like, 300 books this year, I think. Maybe. Maybe not. So All right. Maybe not. Maybe, like, 200 books. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe I... I shot too high there. But. But it, I bought at least over 100. Like, I, yeah. I'd shoot for 150, maybe. And I think that's totally terrifying. <laughs> yeah. This is why I will never be able to afford to have a child. <laughs> because of spending habits like this. Like, Good. absolutely not. I, like, there's the TikTok audio of, like, I don't, like, I'm not going to have kids because I think my money should go to more <laughs> important things. Um, Me. And which is such a mood. I don't know. I'm I was I'm trying happy. to finish my glass on that and you almost made me snort it out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Again, yep. stroking my ego. Yep. yep. That's what I'm for. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> to stroke each other's ego. <laughs> yeah. And have that creative outlet. It feels yeah. good. It does feel good. Another like I think leaning into my creative side is definitely going to be um a goal for this next year as well I do I did paint a bit more this past year and it made me really happy and so I'm just going to try and do some more art related here let me let me stroke your ego real quick I wish like uh, perhaps after this episode airs Sammy will Mm -hmm. post a couple pictures of her uh her half of her art wall her yeah. gallery wall in her room because I really love your artwork. Like we Aww. talked about when uh when when Esty and I moved to Portland, like I wanted some artwork for the walls and like you and I have oh, a yeah. Pinterest <laughs> that is like shared of like 
ideas that I like, but I like thoroughly love your art style. Like I love I realize, outside the box. I really love your artwork. Thank you. I really, that actually makes me feel very happy because I think I've only gotten compliments from people who like can't even draw stick figures. And so <laughs> I've been like really like, I mean, like I'm, I can, like, I'm okay, but like, I'm, <laughs> and I would never try and like, I don't think sell my artwork because that stresses me out like crazy. Yeah. But like, it does feel good to make something that like other people are like, whoa, that's good. Like, I really like that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. So I'm not wasting time. I think the productivity of capitalism has just like destroyed me yeah. to such a point where I'm like, I can't have a hobby unless I can market it somehow. Um, like I have to assign some level of productivity to even my like most basic hobbies. Right. Um, so it like, it it does feel good. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I want to kind of lean into it a little bit more because I think again, it's a lot of it. It just comes down to the more you do, the more you kind of figure out your art style and come up with ideas on your own instead of just looking at inspiration pictures, you know? Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm. I'm with you there. Yeah. Because, like, I I do still struggle with, like, coming up with a picture in my brain. Right. Like, you know, and, like, I don't know how many – I mean, I assume that a lot of artists look at, like, inspiration pictures and stuff online. They kind of, like, build off of that or take bits and pieces from that. But, like, I also feel like I have zero original ideas. And so (laughs) a lot of my art is just recreating other artists – Right. And I would like to be able to create something that I feel like I really truly created. Yeah, I totally get you. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, I'm gonna open another bottle of champagne. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. And is it me or is it really me making my boyfriend do it? Because I don't like the popping sound. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, ST. Yeah. <laughs> Five, four, three, three two, two, one. Happy New Year! Woo! Yay! <laughs> that was a satisfying pop. That was a good pop. That was a good that pop. Was good. And now Muhammad yeah. is my cat is sniffing it. Oh, this is a different brand, so no. hopefully it's uh, equal. Fill her up, baby. Fill her up. Amazing. I got I got another at least 15, 20 minutes talking time. Oh boy! Should oh, I go that's get another a drink. That's a big glass. <laughs> It's a Saturday night. We're Are you fine. trying to get me drunk? I'm already Aww. drunk, so you don't have to. <laughs> you can stop trying. You ain't got to try that hard. <laughs> Thank you. Aww. Um. Yeah, get another drink. Okay. If you're on empty. I'll talk to the audience. Do it. Wait. How fun. fun. Okay. How fun. Okay. All I don't right. really know what to talk about. But yeah. Pull something out of your ass. You can do it. <laughs> okay, bet. I'll be back. <laughs> um. Hi, everybody. Sam here. Um, <clears throat> I am really excited for what 2022 has to offer, potentially. I'm really sad about Betty White dying. I, I told Sammy actually via text that I think it's a bad omen for the year. But also somebody mentioned it could be like a sign that like taking all the negative potential things with 2021, you know what I mean? But uh Betty White was a legend, so I'm pr- I'm pretty sad about that. But I-, I I hope that good things are to come in 2022. I had a rough year. Most people had a rough year, you know. Like 
it was a hard year. And I think like with um, vaccination rates, first of all, go get vaccinated if you're not already. With vac- vaccination rates going up and, you know, in certain areas, some people are still acting like we're in a pandemic, which is good. Um, that's what I'm doing. So I think that, you know, growth is a good goal for the year and that things can grow and can get better. And that's what I'm aiming for, at least, because the last two years have sucked. And I think that that's, that's you know, something that we want to grow out of and keep, keep you know, being positive because I'm done with this negative energy. <laughs> Same. Right? <laughs> I was saying the last, like, year and a half, two years have sucked ass, and I'm excited for what 2022 has to offer, the premise of a new start, a new beginning. And something I've always toasted to, and Sammy can attest to this because we've done a lot of toasts in our friendship time, I I always toast to new beginnings because Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if it's New Year's Day or whatever. New beginnings mean a new start. Every toast can be a new start to something. So it's a new beginning, Sammy. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. Clink, clink, clink. Drink, drink, drink. I'll be totally honest with you. Yeah. I have zero expectations for this year. Me too. Ooh, this is a delicious champagne. Ooh, that's fun. Um, I am kind – actually, I take that back. I have very bad expectations for the year. Expect the worst. Hope for the best. Yeah. Um, I'm not actively putting out negative energy, but I'm also trying to set myself up for, you know – you just deal with what comes to you. Yeah. And it has been a rough year. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't like this podcast, like doing this every week and then through December has really been something that kind of kept me afloat. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. The past few months, you know, and uh, yeah, I think things are going to continue to get worse, but maybe... I'll continue. I'll try to get better. Yeah. So I don't know if that uh yeah, I'm 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 it's just really a glass half empty kind of mentality yeah. at mm-hmm. the moment. But like I'm trying to work with it instead of trying to just like rewire how I think cuz I think that might just kind of be how I look at things. It's like, okay. Right. Yes, it might be glass half empty. I was going to make a drinking joke, but maybe I shouldn't do that. But it's like, maybe it's half empty with whiskey. I don't know. You know? Yeah, you know, <laughs> depends. Half, de- half, empty, but de- but half empty can be a good thing, depending on what you're it's drinking. It's true. Yeah. It, you know what? And it's like, I, I have enough to get me through. And I'm just going to try and grasp onto the things that, like, do give me joy when I yeah. can. I think that's huge. I think that is yeah. huge. Like, like you said, like, this is also one of the things that's been keeping me motivated recently. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, not that I don't like reading on my own. I obviously love reading, right? Or else we wouldn't be in this position, right? (laughs) But there's also something about the fact that I know we're reading the same thing at the same time that makes me excited, you know? Yeah. And then we get to talk about it. That's exciting. Like, that's super exciting. The books that I'm like, because there are more some books more than others where I'm like, I'm so excited to record. Yeah. Because we do a pretty good job of trying to be not talk about the books that we're recording mm-hmm. before we record them. Right. Um, 
And there are some, I, I wish, maybe I'll start taking note of like, I was extra excited for this book, you know, yeah. and I'm sure we could go back and listen to our podcast. And I, I think I probably said, I was so excited to talk about this. Right. Or it was so hard <laughs> for me to not talk to you about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm also really excited for a lot of the books we have picked out for the next at least three months you know and i'm excited for if we feel so moved as to add a book to our a bonus episode you know i agree uh i I just think like we have a lot of creative freedom and we know what we can do and what we're capable of so i'm I'm really excited to see where we can go with it for the next Mm -hmm. year and i'm just really enjoying it and i think like also doing this through the holidays we got a lot of new ideas for next year you know Mm mm-hmm I'm just really stoked to have an open mind also when it comes to like all the books we're reading and like, oh, you heard of this one on TikTok, so we got to pick that up. I heard of this one on book Twitter, you know, so we got to pick yeah. that one up. And we, we've got a lot of like a mixed bag of books to read for the next year on top of like, and I think something that's really exciting that we do is like outside of the podcast, we read something interesting Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, we have to cover this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Ninth House is our next book. And we mentioned that in the last episode, our Christmas special. But, like, I read Ninth House this year and I was like, Sammy, this is a book we have to read <laughs> on the podcast. Like, yeah. you know, this is this is one of the ones, you know. So I'm excited to just not, like, I'm, you know me, I'm a control freak. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Blame it on my OCD. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I... I really am into the idea of we can just be a little more creative and loose about things like if we read a really good book and we're like no we have to we cover have that to. this yeah. month too i'm, I'm down, down to do that so what about your most anticipated reads for 2022 um i mean the one we mentioned the lesbian one right uh Very... delilah green doesn't care it's yes. all it's lesbian and bi rep amazing yep so here for that yep um I'm very excited for the Larry one yes. as well. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I'm also, okay, Harry, uh, Harry, um, I really want to read My Policeman. You bought that for me for Christmas. I did. And I also really want to read that. I did. I'm really, I'm intrigued by it. If it was good enough to, like, it has to be good enough to make a movie out of, because obviously they're making a movie for it, or they I did. Want, who's the demographic for that book? Do you know? Um, is I think it gay, a, is it gay men because fun? I think yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, because it's a gay romance, so I think yeah. it is like a gay men, and then also the people who just pick up romances. Okay, because I had never heard of it before I saw Harry Styles' name attached On to it. the movie. Neither had yeah. I. But the thing is, it came out a while ago. Okay, it's not a new book. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um. Also, like, they're honestly, I want, I need, no, this isn't a want, this is a need, a need. <laughs> I need to be better about reading the books that I currently have. Because I probably have, yeah. like, 200 or so, 250 books right now yeah. in my room. And I think I've read probably, because I do, I give most of them away. Or, like, I lend them out, or I donate them. So, the ones that I have, I haven't read. Or I read and were like five stars. I have to like I, I just love this book. I have an emotional attachment, so I'm keeping it. Right. Um, 
I think so most of the books I have I still need to read and so I'm I'm literally looking around right now like fuck me um I need to stop buying books (laughs) I have so much um so yeah yeah I think uh so some of the books those are the ones that like I think I will buy right off the bat yeah I think if there's another I, I still am intrigued by the Kingdom of the Wicked series. Yeah. So if there's a new one for that, I have to pick that up because I just got to right. know. Um, and then other than that, it's a lot of books. I think I might try The Cruel Prince, honestly. I'm tempted too, dude. I'm tempted I too. I have it. I have the, just uh, the first one. But, like, I, I think I, I want to try it. Yeah. Um, That's like Jude and Carden or something, right? Yes. Yeah, because I see. Listen, my whole Twitter timeline is this trope or this this ship, and he like he's very like I think slightly darker skin, but Timothy Chalamet like feminine, like a femme mask features. Yeah, yeah, and like pretty boy kind of look. Okay, and I'm I'm kind of here for it. So okay, yeah, I'm I intrigued by that. Think, I, I, obviously, I'm really excited for the actual bad luck bridesmaid. Yes. Uh, publication, and I'm I'm ah. hopeful that like when this episode is ancient, uh-huh. people will be like, "Oh my God, Sam and they Sammy predicted <laughs> that Bad Luck's Bridesmaid, Bad Luck Bridesmaid, would be like top of the charts of yeah. 2022." Because I have a lot of faith in this book. I really liked it. It's the the only thing that I think maybe people won't like is the fact that it's not technically a romance, but it looks like a romance. Okay. Um, but it says in the beginning that it's not, so don't. You know, they warned you, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited for it to, like, officially come out. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to, like, know ahead of time that we, like, watch the author grow. Because she's yeah. really cool online. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm like, oh, this is a stranger and her book's going to get famous. It's like, no, she seems really cool. Like, I yeah. support her getting famous. So I, I'm really hopeful for that. Also, another arc I read this year was... Uh, Violetta by Isabel Allende which is her new book for this next year and I'm very excited for it to properly publish it was really good as all her books are you know <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I got no complaints for Isabel Allende ever um, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited for that book to be properly published there's so many like cute cartoon cover romances that uh, I'm keen to read this next year uh, you know what oh, okay yeah. I have to say, so in general, so I've read Unhoneymooners and In a Holidays. Yeah. I liked In a Holidays better than Unhoneymooners, but Mm -hmm. I also didn't love, love it. Yeah. Um, I do have, ouch, Yoda, Jesus. Um, Sorry. Um, I have Love in Other Words. Okay. And that's so highly rated. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Mm -hmm. And so I have that one and I really, really really want to read that one i think earlier we mentioned the poppy war yeah so kind of branching into high fantasy yeah i love high um, fantasy the jasmine throne yeah 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 uh-huh so excited for i want to read that so bad mm-hmm. also city of brass i've heard really good things mm-hmm. so that be where we leave it for this episode <laughs> was there anything else to talk about book wise um, I excited. That's all. I'm excited for 2022. I'm excited for all the books we plan to read. My phone has 10% battery, so we're going to have to wrap it up. Okay, um, gotcha. 
But I'm very excited for everything we're going to do. I drank a bottle and a half of champagne tonight, and this was fun. How fun. I love that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, so. Good. I hope you did, too. (laughs) Yes, I had fun. Good. Well, then, that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server. We miss people talking in there via the link in the, in the show notes. Uh, or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com, and we will be sure to get back to you. Feel free to recommend books to read and cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. We're glad to be back. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our To Be Read list is, and the first book we'll be covering in 2022, is Ninth House by Leigh Bardugo. Happy New Year, fellow hoes. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. <laughs>